Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Greetings and welcome to episode 10 of the Arcade Raiders podcast. This is what happens when you give a group of content creators a microphone and an audience. I am Jeremy, and with me, as always, to deliver the shenanigans is my good friend, Jesse. How are you, sir? Dude, it's been a freaking week. I am just so ready to just pass out this, this tonight and just go to bed. How are you doing, man? Man, I'm doing really well. I've had a really busy week, did some traveling for business, you know, just making my way through games, you know, on the side. I actually, um, yesterday, I actually made a list of games that I have played this year do you know just to kind of get a total of everything i've been doing and mm-hmm. i realized i have played and beaten over 24 games since the beginning of, or 24 games since the beginning of the year nice dude yeah that's a lot like that's i'm tackling that backlog and going through a bunch of the new games you know i got a lot of game codes that i've kind of been doing so i'm going through that backlog and i'm even thinking about starting a new game this weekend actually in earthbound because i've never played that before Ooh, okay that game is pretty damn fun yeah, it's one of those classic RPGs that everybody always says I should play, and I'm not a real RPG lover unless I truly play it, and I have it for the Super Super NES Classic, so I thought I'd give it a try. So I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, it's a good, like, dabble. Like, definitely a play. Like, I haven't beaten it. It's just, it gets so weird at a point because there's so much, like, it's very weird. It's a very weird game, someone said. I'm, but, I'm really excited. I've heard, like I said, I've heard nothing but good things about this game. And, you know, everybody always always says it's, you know, one of those RPGs that's, you know, near perfection, I guess, you know. And so, I don't know. I'm just kind of excited to play it and kind of excited to see it and see what it's like. So, yeah. Did you catch any of the uh, PlayStation State of Play this week? I kind of read this article about it, but I didn't really watch it because I was <laughs> doing my own thing. I've been... I'm sucked in the Borderlands hole again, so, um, <laughs> oh, that game. <laughs> yeah, I, I, games, it's pretty fun. Um, I can only take it in doses, though. I get really bored with it, you know, but, yeah, but State it, of the Play, uh, PlayStation State of Play, some really good stuff, bunch of VR announcements. I don't know how you are into VR, but, you know, with a bunch of VR games coming out this week, and. You know, the whole Oculus Quest announcements and stuff like that. It's been pretty neat. Plus, we also got to see a preview of The Last of Us 2. And I maybe have lost my mind a few times while I was watching it. So, preview of The Last of Us 2. Have you ever played The Last of Us? No, I watched a long play of it. And 
don't know. I'm not. I, I stopped getting the whole like the whole like survival zombie thing for a while. It does look fun. It does look great. It sounds like the whole game has that beautiful like everything to it. Yes. But for me, I just I just was like, eh, I don't got PS3. I'll play it later when I get PS4. And now it's like I don't even want to get PS4 now. Eh, I'll I'll wait till I get PS5. Well, just to let you know, it is free for the PlayStation Plus people here pretty soon. So, eh, I'll get one on PS5. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'm excited about the game. That's that's probably the game I'm looking forward to most uh, over Cyberpunk. So, um, it's and I've already you know last week they had a private showing with The Last of Us. Naughty Dog invited a bunch of folks down there and had a private showing of the game. Uh, where they got to play a couple hours of the game, and everybody that's played it says it will probably hands down be the game of the year next year. So that really excites me because Last of Us is my number one favorite game of all times. To me, it was a near perfect game. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, so we've had a busy week, uh, folks. We wanted to remind you a few things. Um, so, first of all, um, Thank you so much for listening to the Arcade Raiders podcast. We'd really appreciate it. Um, we are getting better, I feel, every day, and we're learning a bunch of things, and we're adding some things here pretty soon. So just to let you know, um, next week we'll be taking the week off, and uh, we'll be resuming here in a couple weeks. Uh, we're going to refine the podcast a little bit and you know, do a few new things and kind of tweak some things a little bit and, and see, how, you know, kind of evaluate. So we're going to use this time to kind of give ourselves some feedback and some time to evaluate ourselves and kind of see the direction of the podcast. Um, but don't forget, you can always find the Arcade Raiders podcast on pretty much all of your favorite podcast outlets, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and of course, Google Play. So if you like us, if you've heard what, if you've heard this before and you kind of like what's going on or you like me or Jesse, which is cool, um, or if you hang out in the Arcade Raiders community or whatever, subscribe for us or like or, you know, give us, push that little button. That does help out more than anything, more than any, you know, more than anything else to us. It means the world to us. Um, and if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Um, hit the subscribe button if you would. We totally, totally love you guys. And we've had a good time doing this. I know I have. Dude, it's been a kind of a trip so far. I can learn on 10 episodes. Like, every week, it's like, or you know, this week, I don't know. <laughs> it is. It's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Like, yeah it, it, it's a lot of work finding stories and coming up with, you know, topics and, you know, discussing topics and hashing it out. So um, yeah, we I like doing this. I think it's kind of like a little kind of peak on the scenes. Like every week, we kind of like get we have a script set up. We read the news, Scott read the questions, and then we just kind of like spend the rest of the week in editing. Yeah. And then we get to you on Monday. So that's a little behind the scenes look like what goes on. Yeah. And most like, hey, who's going to be on the podcast this week? Well, it's me and you, Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much, fine. that's only really fine. I'm about that. I think we have a good thing going, man, and I'm glad that you know we get to spend this time. I know you've said that this is kind of a good way to end uh, end out your work week, you know, to round out your work week and doing a podcast on a Friday night. So, uh, thanks again, folks, for listening to us and and you know being part of our journey. And we got plenty more to come, lots of good stuff to come. So definitely hang tight with the hang tight. Stick with us, I promise. So, just to begin this episode, every week we like to look at the news going on in the game world, and no different this week, so it's time for some Arcade Raiders news with Jesse. Welcome to Arcade News, guys. Let's take a look at the news this, this week. First of all, we got 
actual AR news. Hey, we haven't done this in a while. Hey, there's a survey this week. Uh, fill that survey out. Let us know what you like about the podcast. It kind of helps us structure the podcast. We can kind of like see what you like, see what you don't like. If it's Tim, we understand. Um, so yeah, take that survey. It should be posted somewhere in here. Look in the descriptions. And that will actually help us out to structure the podcast further on in the road. But let's get into our actual news this week. Okay, let's be clear about one thing here. We only got one Earth. One Earth. One planet we need to keep. If you want more games, you want more enjoyment, keep the planet safe and clean. That being said, the video game industry is trying to fight climate change. Sony is committing to a lowering or to power consumption in next-gen consoles, well, at least in spend mode. <laughs> Sony Interactive CEO Jim Ryan announced the next generation of PlayStations, you know, PlayStations will include possibility to spend gameplay with a much lower power consumption, which if you read, read the article, it's like a 0.5 watt, which is a lot, which is yeah. a freaking lot, because let's face it, in spend mode, it's high a lot of power. Sony's not the only one on this path. There's a new group. All right, a new group. We got a little knacker in this one. The Playing for the Planet Alliance. Doesn't roll the tongue. But with 21 other companies, including Microsoft and Ubisoft, of course. We can just call it a plant here at this point. And I hope that Microsoft is not heart. It's probably EA. <laughs> okay, so we're going to see what they do to reduce our current fr- footprint in the future. Now, I'm actually kind of excited about this because I'm, like, every week, like, me and my wife, like, we need to go green as much as we can. Like, I stream, so that has a lot of power. This is actually pretty good, especially for someone with, like, a bunch of consoles like me that always plugged in. Yeah. Because I, like, my wife tends to keep them on at night because when she watches Netflix, she kind of, like, leaves it on, like, no, turn it off. <laughs> Reduce the carbon footprint. Save the planet. That sounds like my son and his um his Amazon you know uh, Fire Stick. It's the other day. It's it was on and I went to kind of touch the side of the TV and I accidentally touched the Fire Stick and I thought my finger was gonna burn off. It was so hot. That's why it's called Fire Stick. Yeah, I guess it, there there you go. That's the that's yeah. it right there. I guess it is called the Fire Stick for a reason. But it's kind of nice to see like gamers are actually like trying to do something for for our future for our goddamn environment (laughs) yeah i think um so here's my take is i think this is a good good thing for video game companies to start looking at especially the ones that make the consoles um i'd like to also see a lot more pc uh groups do it as well Mm-hmm. these consoles and this, you know PCs and stuff they do consume a lot of power I mean you can definitely you know leave your computer on for a solid month and then leave it off for a solid month and you could definitely tell a price difference in a hundred you know I've, I've seen it I've done it I've actually got to where I turn everything off at night now um, I shut down my monitors I shut down you know if, if, if I need my PC on for some reason I'll at least put it in sleep mode you know so I think this is a good place to to start especially the video game companies um, my concern is people viewing it as, oh, well, look who's getting on the climate change bandwagon. I, I, well, I don't necessarily who, agree with that. I think look that, who's going green here, Richie Richard. Hmm? <laughs> Not what you plant some trees here, Richie. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I, agree. <laughs> I think this is a good chance. I mean, because we could reduce a lot of that consumption I, I, with, with our consoles. I think that's, you know, every little bit helps. Every little bit. 
as long as we can reduce our carbon footprint, you know, everything helps. Um, but I'd also like to see them go further besides just, you know, reducing the power consumption on the console. I'd like to also see them do things about choosing, you know, carbon, you know, carbon neutral facilities and, you know, reducing that, you know, that, that footprint as well. That's, that's to me is going to be one of the bigger footprints. Manufacturing is to me one of the bigger footprints. Full disclaimer, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a science teacher as well. So I have a background in science <laughs> and environmental education. So, um, so yeah, so I'd like to see them do more, you know, in the production. I think one thing that's helped out with, with kind of that climate change with video games is the digital. Mm -hmm. um, yep, there it know, is. Because now they're not producing all these, you know, discs and things too. So that that's a footprint there. But, you know, the question is, okay, well, how does more servers and all that outweigh the cost of the environmental cost of producing, you know, discs versus just having servers where you can download from. So I don't know that. I don't know those numbers, but I mean, it'd be interesting to find out. But hey, I'm just happy, you know, that people are, you know, coming in and suggesting new ways to lower the carbon footprint and really, you know, help fight and combat climate change and, and you know, help out with that because it's a huge topic. And, you know, politics aside, it's, it's very, very important, um, no matter how you look at it. Well, that was a science nerd rant. I know. Like was you it? should have inserted like a Bill Nye the Science Guy there sign or something. Well, I was going to. I was like, no, let's keep it. Let's keep it so professional here. Even though I just called like everyone that the game industry, Richie Richard, they're going green. It's like <laughs> I like to see. I just want to see like more like like how can I recycle my old game cards, my old like games, yeah. like in a download form. I would love that a lot more. You know. Oh, like if you had that's a that's an interesting thing. Like if you ha, if you bought a game and you could show proof of purchase, can you get it digitally? And yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Then are you contributing double to carbon footprint? I don't know. That's kind of that'd be a lot of analysis there. I don't well, know. Yeah, but I don't know. I like to see something like that. Like yeah, recycle my games. I, I think you just also said something that caught my attention too. Is you called us professionals? Some somewhat professionals. God, I mean. <laughs> I mean, listen, okay, I, I may like make all these damn jokes, but I think of some of the professionals who've been doing it for 10 episodes. At this point, we're professional. <laughs> we're professional at this point, okay? Let's be clear with right. that. It's 10 episodes, we're not professionals. I'm a people person, damn it. I do things, god damn it. <laughs> uh, professional, god. Oh, I'm a freaking joke. What am I talking about? No, man. We're doing I think we do a good job. We're doing great. Uh let's go on to our lovely next story. Okay, where's my giant wheel at? We got a blame a company this week. Let's see. Oh, look, it's Activision. Oh, yay. So, as I said before, the state of Sony came to play came out Tuesday. And we know Sony and Call of Duty have a kind of connection now with exclusivity rights. And that means every time a new content drops for Call of Duty, it comes to PS4 first. Well, PS4 player promised a day one advantage, but I think there are a lot of lines that uh, Activision forgot what a day was. So there's going to be a new mode in the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare Spec Ops Survival mode. I don't know what it's called. Probably that. Probably it's called that. Spec Ops Survival. That in like, I think. SOS. Three? Yeah. Then three? Yeah. And it's going to be exclusive for the PS4. But for how long? One year. That's right. If you look carefully at the teaser trailer, 
you'll see a little asterisk with fine print that appeared to stay a place showcase. I said, time exclusive content until October 1st, 2020. Now, let's kind of look at the time frame here a little bit. So, one year later, October, I'm not thinking of Modern Warfare. Uh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of the new Call of Duty at that time. Yeah. <sighs> like most things, this took to the internet. Well, if you're a fan of the show, you know that the internet acted. MG <sighs> <sighs> Ward narrative director Tyler Korsaki, Korsaki took to Twitter and said the following. Let's be honest. Bruning is a extravagation. Survival is 1% of the game. And the other 99% is a simulation day and day across all platforms. I'd rather have everyone playing 99% of the content at the same time than 100% of the content sometime later. Okay, so, you know, I kind of see where it's coming from here. But still, it's like one mode. Like, you're not going to be able to try that yeah. on an Xbox. You're not. So you're going to get all pissed off. And I agree. And I was reading some of the people on, like, the article and they're probably saying like on Twitter, like I'm a PS4 plan, even I'm pissed off. But when you say time content, you gotta think like, hey, this is like kind of way too long. Even for like this, even for this, like a year, a year, one year about. I get bored of a game in like three months. Yeah, especially Call of Duty. Especially Call of Duty. Yeah. So I agree. I think the time frame is a little different than what we've seen. A lot of times it's just been like a month or a couple months, you know, or even like, if you know, three or four months. Two weeks, but yeah. It's, you really don't see it a year a lot. Um, I think it's, it's definitely a shift in how we're going to see things done. You know, I see it as like, mm-hmm. it's very similar to... Um, to me, it's these background deals that are being made between companies. Like if you look like NFL teams, um, one team wears Nike, you know, one team wears Reebok or maybe not NFL, but what other sports ball team or whatever, you know, one, one team wears Reebok, one team wears Nike, if there's not a complete, you know, shift. Um, so these exclusivity deals happen all the time. Um, the one thing that was really, that really kind of, I guess, grinded my gears a little bit was the way people are reacting and yelling at um, Infinity Ward. And mm-hmm. what... It's Infinity Ward, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. What people don't know is Infinity Ward didn't make that decision. That was an Activision decision. And, it was. you know, people are getting pissed off at the Infinity Ward developers and stuff. And I'm like, they didn't have anything to do with that. That's definitely an Activision thing. It's like... There were people making threats to the developers and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, internet guys, calm down. Please. Like I said, we knew it would react. It's yeah, the like it's exactly point. how they react is people just go, oh my God, you know, and it's like, come on, take it down a notch. First of all, realize it's Activision that made this decision, not Infinity Ward, um, because Activision pays the bills, you know. And um, so I thought that was kind of crummy how people reacted. Um is it kind of bad for, you know, for one console not to be able to get it? Yeah, that really sucks. It kind of it does is, suck. Yeah. You know, I, I do agree. It, but, I mean, I, I think we're seeing a shift, and I think we're going to see a lot more of these exclusivity deals 
in the background, which, you know, that, that kind of does suck. And, you know, Taylor, he did say, you know, it's just 1%, which I think he actually got scolded for saying that. Um, yeah. Because, because, you know, you get the, <laughs> and this, somebody else was talking about this, you know, that 1%, you know, there's a group of jackasses are going to go, well, that's not 1%, you know, and, and really analyze it. And, you know, it's, well, I don't to know. be fair I, here, that's not 1%. See, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. like 12.35%. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what the other group I heard talking about this was. So I was like, you know, that's a that's a fair point. Is So I think he kind of got a little chastised for saying 1% without knowing how much of the game it actually was. But for a year, that does seem like a long time. Like I said, you know, we've seen it for a couple months. But yeah. a year does seem like a long time. And you, like you just said, it, the next Call of Duty is going to be coming out at that next time so are people going to be interested in this probably probably maybe probably not i would i would say unless you're a diehard like a super diehard and you don't got a ps4 yeah you're going to be like yeah. i you know, i need to get this on i need a ps4 right now you know yeah and let's be honest people are still playing freaking modern warfare 2 aren't those servers still up and running i think they are yeah so i mean people are people are playing this game you know going to play this game for a long time i think mm-hmm. they kind of maybe underestimate that but the whole year-long thing sucks um uh, you know a lot of us have our favorite console we play on you know and so or a lot of us have consoles you know i've bought rainbow six for two different consoles i've got black ops four on you know three different platforms that i play with people so you know it does kind of stink for those consumers that are hoping to see that content but at the end of the day i mean is it really enough is it really enough content to to really make you get that upset about? I don't think so. Calling I think it's I think it's be a one off mode. Like, like I'm not that worried about it at all. Like I'm not like oh my god, like this is gonna like be the one fan said. Like no, no, it's a horror mode. It's zombies. Yeah, much. it's a, it you is just want mode. zombies. Yeah, that's all you want. Yeah, it's a survival that's, mode. You know, it's yeah. it's not. How are you people not bored of these things by now? That that was my question. Was like, man, if we're complaining about having enough of that by now, what are we doing? Just go play another game and deal with it, man. Don't buy it. Sorry, that's that's just my opinion. No, no, you're you're totally fucking right. You know, sorry, cousin, but you're totally right. It's it's just people to get that horror mode that are not on PS4. Heck, even go back and play like. Black Ops 4, just for zombies. You still get that same experience. Yeah. You're really desperate for your spec ops. Get Modern Warfare 3. It's still on there. Yeah. Yeah, just just deal with it. That's my that's my professional opinion. Nah, you'll get over it. Yeah, you'll you'll stop caring when like, I don't know, Battlefield yeah. or Call of Duty gets down next year. You'll stop caring. Like once Oh no! The first leak comes out probably in March. You you will stop giving a shit. Yep, pretty much. Well, screw Modern Warfare. I want this new one. Yep. <laughs> and our last story week, guys. Hey, are you low on money? Do you want to get a new game? How much blood you got? Well, Bandai Namco is holding. Well, hold a unique and good thing. So you can get a new game for some blood at TwitchCon this year. But to help America Red Cross, a blood drive will happen right at TwitchCon where you can give your blood. That's right. Give your blood and get some return 
And no, not just a cookie and some orange juice. Even though it does sound pretty good right now, I'm kind of hungry. But you can get a fresh code for a copy of Code Vein. Because Vampire Game, Blood, you know. So I, I like these kind of things now where it's kind of encouraging people to, you know, give give their, you know, what they have to someone that needs it. And you're getting something a little more. Like, I will not do it because I'm, I'm definitely afraid of needles. Yeah. But everyone else, go for it. Like, I'm not going to do it. Like, you guys can do all your blood you want if you're at TwitchCon and get your copy of Code Vein. I hope that game's good. I don't know. I hear it's pretty solid. I think it's actually what? genius. This is a genius idea. I mean, you, you do a blood drive, and, and just just on a side note, I heard an I read an article the other day of how the American Red Cross is actually really, really, really running low on blood supply blood supplies across the nation. Um, and there's a few specific uh, blood types that they're kind of running short on. I think this is a fantastic idea, um, especially Bandai Namco. You know, doing their kind of charity. You know, at TwitchCon, I think that's awesome. It it works because it's code vein, you know, like like you said, mm-hmm. blood and stuff like that. So, I think it's a genius marketing thing. I think it's super neat. Um, plus, it 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 benefits a lot of other things too. I think you know it benefits showing you know the good nature of video gamers and how you know we're willing not just to get a free game, but you know, giving blood is no easy thing. Like you said, there are a lot of people definitely scared of needles. Um, I'm not the biggest on needles, but, you know, being a science guy, I understand, you know, how no, good I, that I, stuff can be, you know, and I will, I will, I will faint right here if I see a needle, like, I'm just like, even thinking of it going inside of my skin, but really? take, or get a shot, like, I will faint, like, dude, I uh, watch them do it. Isn't you sicko. Yeah, I like watch them do like I used to be kind of nervous around it, but now that I'm older and you know, I went through all my it was basically like a pre-med major through college. So, you know, yeah. looking at all that stuff, it really doesn't bother me much anymore. I remember when my uh when my my wife, you know, um had her her C-section, my son removed. I actually got to watch the surgery. It was fantastic. It was so cool. Oh, um, you're one of those people that love to watch surgery. I was like, "Ooh, they're taking out the spleen." Oh. Yeah. that so I don't know if you remember this. I know this is a total tangent, but do you remember back in the nineties when all of those surgery shows were yes. real popular? Oh dude, I would stay up till like two o'clock in the morning watching those shows. Anyway, what is so, wrong with you? It's so, it's so fascinating. <laughs> and the human body is such a disgusting animal organism too. It just, Oh, it's so cool. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> So I think it's a great idea. I think Bandai Namco is, is is awesome for doing this. I think the American Red Cross is awesome for doing this. I think it's going to show video gamers, you know, show people that video gamers are awesome folks, even though it is a free game. Um, yeah. It is giving blood, which is, you know, it's it's not an easy feat sometimes. Um, and for TwitchCon to host it, I think that's another huge perk on that end. So win, 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 win all around on this. I think this is a great idea. It is. Yeah. Do it, do it, do it if you have to. Like I'm not going to touch it because unless you want to see a six foot eight guy go down like a sack of potatoes, don't, no, 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 you don't want to see that. If I was there, I'd do it. If I was there, I better ask people to catch me because, <laughs> sir, you fainted. Do I still get my game? <laughs> pass out, get a free game. I don't think it works that way, Jesse. Uh, I, I, listen, Jeremy. Okay, I want to pass out and get a free game here. <laughs> I want to say I help, try to help out, but I passed out. I only gave a little square of blood. <laughs> uh, I'll help out one little small little ant. There we are, little ant. <laughs> Take my blood. 
Uh, anyway, time for the game releases for the week of September 30th. Kind of a short list week, guys. We got Destiny 2 Shadowkeep DLC coming for PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, PC. This time on Steam. Uh, Neocab on PC. And Ghost Recon Breakpoint for PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC. Kind of a really short list this week. I'm. We need a break. We we need every all gamers right now need need a week off because we're trying to catch. I'm trying to catch up. You know, I've got one more game to catch up on, uh, and then I will be be pretty caught up. And that's Borderlands Three. Oh, trust me, I'm in that same boat too. Where it's like, well, we'll get on that part later. But yeah, yeah. like none of these interest that, me though. None of these interest I, me at all. I would be like, oh my god, Destiny Two, but I. I grind so much of Destiny 2 last year where I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I like I grind my ass off. I was playing a game like when I got home, I was doing all the Iron Banner stuff. And it just felt like it was a second job at that point. Yeah, plus you got, yeah. you know, you got Borderlands 3 right now, so. Well, Borderlands 3 is, is better. I'm so sorry that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's the new hotness, right? Oh, dude, it's that new hotness, and I, I love my new hotness. <laughs> Plus, there's, yeah, you're right, there's a huge backlog now we just got. We got those big releases last week, and next week is going to be even more. Yeah, October's oh. big, too. Yeah. But, hey, if none of those games interest you, how about some free stuff? Because who doesn't love free? That's right, guys, at the Epic Store till the October 3rd, you can get everything, the game, not just everything. You can't just get everything, <laughs> but you get everything, the game, and Metro 2033 Redux. If you have Xbox Game with Gold, you get Disney's Bolt, and Timo, the badass elephant. I also love saying that name, the badass elephant. And if you got PlayStation Plus, you get Batman Arkham Knight and Darksiders 3. I was love saying Timo the badass elephant. <laughs> that that is kind of funny. Like I've never heard of that game at all, but it just sounds kind of funny. Timo the badass elephant. But yeah, like this, it's it's free games. Pick them up if you want to. And Metro is, it's pretty like decent up here. Arkham Knight we talked about that last week, so I'll put that up. But I think that's the short of it. Like yeah, this. It's games week. Enjoy them. Pick them yeah. up and prepare for next week. And that's going to do it for news this week, guys. We'll be back in two weeks with more of this. Take care. Okay, this is a segment of the show in which we take a letter or note from a gamer out there and discuss their question or topic. Well, we sometimes discuss it and sometimes get off on a tangent. But anyway, let's continue. So this question uh, came through us from Electronic Mail. I think that's the fancy term kids are using nowadays. From a gamer named iStream2. It says, Dearest Arcade Raiders, the shows have been great and I can't wait to hear more from you all. You mentioned you are both streamers and content creators. What exactly do you two do and how does that relate to video games? Also, how do you feel streamers affect the video game landscape and world? What are you going? What are you doing to contribute to the positive impact video games have on folks? Live long and prosper. I like that. nerd. 
Hey, you, you be quiet over there. <laughs> yes, yes, very dung and prosper. Yes. <laughs> so, so okay, so yeah, we're both content creators. Um, Jesse are. streams on Mix as a partner streamer on Mixer, and I am a an affiliate uh, part affiliate streamer on Twitch. Um, I used to be um, streamed directly to Mixer, but I decided to move over to Twitch. Um, so we're both content creators. We both post stuff on our YouTube channels. Um, so we've kind of been in that. We've been doing it for several years. I know Jesse has a different journey than I have a different journey. But um, so both of us, yeah, that's kind of what we do. So using this segment to kind of discuss, you know, promote platforms and whatnot, um, that's beside the point. Um, but that's what we do to relate to video games. I know for me, uh, my streaming has been really impactful on myself is that it's got a chance for me to kind of open up and learn a bunch of skills that I normally wouldn't have had. Um, it's also gotten me a chance to meet some fantastic people and contribute and share my passion with those like-minded individuals. And that's really important to me. It's, it's become really important to be able to talk with people. And, you know, it is, it is 100% a huge form of entertainment. And I think, you know, just getting to know with people and getting to hang out with people virtually is, is huge. And it relates to video games in a sense that, you know, we get to share our passions and get to share our what we like, what we don't like. You know, um, it, it's, it's become so much more than that. You know, uh, Jesse and I have met so many people streaming and, you know, we have these people that, you know, we meet up with yearly or we, 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 you know, when they travel to our States, we visit them or, you know, like for Jesse, you know, lives near people that we know and we've met through streaming. So it's a huge thing to us. So for me, that's kind of how I relate to all that. Um, so I feel streamers definitely affect the video game landscape. A hundred percent. I think that streaming has created this whole, this whole um, thing we never really thought of is, hey, how do we how do we get people to influence the sales of games um, or lack thereof, you know? And I think streaming has greatly contributed to how games are played. I know Jesse could probably attest this too. I'll play a game and I get, you know, it never fails every night. You know, tons of people come in. Hey, how is this game? How do you like it? And that's I don't take that lightly um i typically will give my genuine opinion on you know gameplay music story characters um you know uh how how combat is or how the gunplay is if it's an fps you know so i will definitely use that but i think we greatly affect video game landscape wouldn't you think jesse i say we do um like my like I'm just go with the whole thing you talk about here, Jeremy. Uh, like, when people go to my stream, we're like, hey, how's the game? I got my really honest opinion because I like, you have to do kind of, you wear many hats as a streamer. You do. You got to be the guy that plays a game, that kind of like can review the game, that kind of like can judge the game based on other games well. Mm-hmm. So you're pretty much like doing that. You're also like trying to figure out, like, okay, do you like it overall? Like, how would you enjoy this game? It's really hard to rate games. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I hate rating games. I was I like, too. yeah, it's a good game. I I hate ratings. I do. I do. Yeah. It's either a play it or don't play it for me. Yeah. Or like, yeah, if it's free, pick it up. You know. Yeah, I try um, not to rate games too. I, I try to, I try to kind of stop and think. I'm not gonna rate this game, but if I had to buy it all, I, I kind of use the whole idea. If I had to buy this game all over again, would I buy it all over again? Yes. And like, you know, well, or I rate it by saying, would I play a second or even a third playthrough of this game? That is kind of how I like to rate games and tell, tell, um, you know, my subscribers and my, 
my viewers of how how I view the game or how do you rate the game? I would definitely play this game three times. That should tell you how much I like this game or how good this game is. Now, for me, I pretty much go all like, okay, I like, would I pay what they're asking for right now? Like, oh, they're like saying like Borderlands Three is sixty bucks. Would I pay for that? I'm like, yeah, I'll pay for that. That's good. That's a good mm-hmm. price. Like, yeah. will I get like my time and enjoyment of this game? Like, that's where I kind of like rate my games. Where kind of judge my games from because I try to play a game as long as I can and I'm having fun with it. So I'm going up miles per hour a lot more. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes total sense. That's a great way to rate games. Yeah. You know, I no, always I... feel if I can get 15 hours of gameplay out of a game, I think for me, that's that's a good game, you know? Yeah. Like, for me, I try to go, I, I definitely try to go on miles per gallons out of a freaking game. Yeah. You know, no matter what it is. No, that's great. That's a great way to rate things. So, like, do you... well, go ahead. Like, like what, 100% the game? Like, do I feel like I want to? Like, like, that's why I always kind of, like, tell people, like, I don't really recommend Kingdom Hearts 3 that much. I, I really feel like, like, yeah, I didn't really enjoy my time in it. I just kind of beat it for the story. Yeah. I would not pay 60 bucks for it. I'll pay 40 bucks make... for it. But, yeah. Yeah. So, that's, so, even right here, what we just said, you know, we, you, know you gave a, a quick review on Kingdom Hearts. You know, I gave my opinion on, you know, how we rate things. So, yeah, so I think... The past five years, streamer, and you know, actually more than that, probably seven years, you know, since Justin TV and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. YouTube and Twitch and Mixer and Facebook gaming and you know D Live and you know that's that's influence that these companies are getting that just shifts the landscape. I mean, all it takes is one, you know, one huge or two huge streamers to dump on a game, and you are losing money. You know, we, a company is losing yeah. money. So, um, how do they? Com- you know, I'm, I'm sure they've had to come up with creative ways to combat that. You know, to to say, wait a minute. You know, if if Burger has thirty thousand people watching him right now, and you know he's playing this really cool AAA title and just basically says this sucks and then installs it in front of everybody else. Well, people are lemmings. You know, people are lemmings yeah. and followers without trying something on their own. You know, they are huge lemmings and followers and. I caught myself doing that a few times, like, oh man, you know, so-and-so says this is a bad game, but you know what? I want to be the judge of that. I want to check it out myself and let me, you know, is it something that's not for me and let me be the judge of that. But no, I think streamers and content creators have influenced the purchase and sales of games greatly, I think. Uh, We have definitely a look at our our good buddy in our news, Ninja. Oh boy. Um, (laughs) Now, go back to when he was playing Fortnite. Then he switched for a stream to Rumble Royale. Yeah. And he was playing at That got big jump at first. Because all of a sudden, you have Ninja playing your game. Yeah, the hotness. He went back and played at their kind of drop. And he's like, yeah, this game sucks now. Mm. So, you know, that's where we're at. Well, we he's going to influence a whole new generation of playing Halo. I guarantee it. Oh, he is. Um, I mean, I, I, I feel that's one of the reasons, you know, his his background is playing Halo, you know, competitively. He, he was pro and, Halo, yeah, yeah. He was pro in Halo, and, you know, I think Microsoft's going to leverage that, and he is completely going to influence um, the sales of Halo. I mean, it's not going to be by much, like, you know, yeah. but, you know, thousands. It could potentially be thousands, you know, and that's, that's, that's money. Um, so, yeah, no, so they greatly, streamers greatly affect the video game landscape, especially sales. Um, 
so the last thing here that this person asks is, what are you doing to contribute to the contribute to the positive impact video games have on folks? So what do you what do you do, Jesse? Is there anything you do specifically what you talk about or anything that contributes positively to us video gamers and the environment? Like a, I do a lot of things up. A little background too, like for me, I I have Asperger's. I do, um, and it kind of makes me have social interactions really hard. So with streaming, kind of like go on and talk a little more and be on this podcast a lot more. Like I thought, like this never happened to me because I was so socially awkward. Like I learned to talk to people a lot more, and I got a lot of people that are like, "Hey, I have Asperger's too. Like, how'd you go over this? How'd you go over that? Like, you know, like we got a little support network of like." fellow like Aspies that like you know know like hey like are you okay like are you, can you help like you know and we'll kind of talk you know talk each other down like is that something's happening or like you know beat up for each other yeah I went through like a very uh, traumatic thing uh, recently uh, with my wife uh, a while ago and uh, they were there for me too and they you know supporting me so it's more like a huge support network overall of your community with like everyone as for gamers we kind of like to view that as something big too there's an article recently about it was about a family that lost their son and he was disabled and they all thought like he didn't have no social life he had no social life at all he then um they then found out that he was playing world of warcraft a lot and he had this huge, like, a huge community of friends and, like, you know, loves and show that. So it's kind of nice to see that even though a lot of us are in separate locations, are in separate places in the world, we still got to charge back. We still feel, you know, and we can be there for one another when time happens. So gaming is pretty much, as streamers too, is that place you go hang out? Is that place that you call home? Is that place that you feel like, okay, it's Friday night, time to do this thing, you know? Let's hang out here. And that's what it was like for me. As like for everyone else. Like when I stream, that is like when I say, hey, let's chill out, let's hang out. I don't put on a show, I'm always like, let's have some fun today, let's kind of joke around. And I usually talk about like what's going on in my life or some of that like, like, yeah, like, we're kind of stuck this week, blah, 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 you know, and everyone kind of top their week, you know. And we'll kind of have a nice little chill session, kind of like, you know, bullshit, maybe watch a YouTube video, you know. And for me, it's just, it helps with mental health a lot more. It helps with anything, you know. And when you think, like, life is, like, is as end, it's there for you, you know. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, you're – you're, you're definitely not the first person I've heard talk about, you know, streaming in a positive way like that. Um, you know, there's a lot of us that are socially awkward or anxious, you know, or, or nervous or struggle with a lot of things. And honestly, streaming has been has been really good all around. I think it's a good way to, you know, relieve stress and promote, like you said, promote a place just for you to come hang out. Um, you know, people... You, you talked about, you know, people just hanging out, you know, in streamers, we, we always talk about, you know, what are, what are some of your goals or whatever? And a lot of our goals are always to build community. And, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome to have a ton of subscribers, but what's even cooler 
is having a positive place for people to hang out. Um, like you said, um, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's really cool. You know, us growing up, we didn't have this stuff, you know, we didn't we have did. the ability to watch streamers and, and, you know, interact the way we did, you know, a lot of us was through text, you know, like AOL instant messenger, you know, it was through text, but to be able it to, was for, it was for school. It was for yeah. like, just yeah, like wandering around communicate and... through like discord and, you know, you know, that's why I was like hanging out with, you know, the arcade Raiders. Cause sometimes, you know, we're like, Hey, we're just, we're bullshitting around, you know, why don't you come hang out with us? Or do you know, we'll just talk or one of us is streaming, but you know, like Tim, for example, say, Hey, I'm streaming. Why don't y'all just come and chat and everybody will talk, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we'll go in and we'll talk. I mean, you know, we let the streamer stream, but it's really cool to have a place for a positive place for people to hang out and be themselves. And I think that's one thing, you know, that a lot of times this world is missing is places, positive places for you to go and, and just be yourself and hang out. And with, with those normal, I say the word normal with people that are your normal, you know, mm -hmm. and I think that's, that's awesome. But I think that's one huge thing is, you know, streamers, the positive impact streamers provide, like you said, is, is just a place, you know, it's a yeah. place to talk, just a place to say hi you know, I, I've, I've received, you know, a, an email from a person that was like, Hey, thank you for saying hi to me today. I'm like, you know, dude, you're most welcome. Nobody has said hi to you today. That's the first thing I do to my son when he gets up is I, I greet him and I, you know, I fix him breakfast and I, I want him to know that he's loved and, you know, but it, it just breaks my heart that there, there's a lot of folks out there that are missing that slight, you know, this, that one thing that every human needs that interaction. So you folks are always welcome in our chats. hundred yep. percent. Always welcome. Bring, bring it, man. Because some of the pains that we have, that you have, uh, we've experienced those or people in our community are experiencing those as well. And it's always good to have somebody to talk to. So, and so from iStream to that's why we do it. And that's the influence we have, you know, whether we like it or not, whether it becomes stressful or not, that's the influence we have. Man, folks. shit got deep right there. Shit yeah, got it really did. deep. Hey, it's fine. Yeah. You know, I would rather us give us our give our honest opinions and show people how much we love them than you know, be yeah. a random podcast that just dumps on everybody. You know that sucks. It's like a like I dump on things, but it's like you know I got a heart too. Like I yeah, like I'll talk shit up here, Manu, but I'll be like, you know what, this is what's going on in my life. You know? <laughs> and I will say too, man, I am defensive of my. Uh, of my followers, my community and my subscribers. Like I am defensive about, you know, when I, I've been in the unfortunate predicaments where, um, another streamer I knew was talking about one of the members of my community. And I was like, listen here, you know, sir, you are not going to talk about them like that. Um, you know, and that, you know, so I'm very, very protective. I'm like a dad, you know, I'm very protective of, of the people I hang out with. And I would, you know, gladly fly, you know, to wherever you live and help you out if you needed it, you know? So, yeah. Anyway, I stream too. Thank you so much for that question. That was great. Uh, again, if you have a question at any point and you want to send us an email, you know, or you know where to find us on our streams, our discords, please send us a question. Um, we'll turn it into the mailbag and we will answer your question on our show. And that does it for the mailbag this week. Here we go. Each week, we also spend time discussing the new or old video games we are currently playing or what Jesse and I like to call what is tickling 
our funny bits. Jesse, what's tickling your funny bits this week? Well, this week I started with a lesser-known game that came out out on Alpha for like six years, which is called Cube World. That's right. Now, little news backstory of Cube World. It was released. It came out one guy and his wife, just like a certain game we're talking about, Wago, Ublitz, and they got DDoS. And this guy went to hiding. He was ruined. Then he came back. He's like, you know what? I'm releasing the beta for this game. Or releasing it next week. So I was in the beta, the closed beta. And it was nice to go back and play that game. He definitely adds so much stuff to it. It's like, now Cube World is more like, what if Minecraft were an RPG, except minus the whole, like, taking up resources all the time. So you just hunt down, like, random creatures and getting pets and, like, becoming, like, a better, like, warrior or a better mage. It's not for everyone, but I kind of enjoyed it. I thought it was kind of nice to play again. I might hop back to it later on when the full release happens on the 27th. So it will be. Oh, by the way, that game's coming on the 27th. So that's news that we can game release. Uh, and, well, uh, I've been playing the hell of Borderlands 3. Um, it, this has like, been four hours since I played Borderlands last. And uh, I've been enjoying the story so far. I think it's pretty good. I've been enjoying a Beastmaster so much. Oh, Flag, and, yes. Oh, Flag is just so great. Especially, I'm running the Spire-like tree. It's all like Red Tree, where it's all like, oh, you get racks as well. So you can like throw racks at people mm. while your beast hunt down people. And it's like, oh, they heal me? Oh, I can summon like more than six at once? Okay, go rack. And all of a sudden, you see the racks like fly down like it's goddamn like... <laughs> <laughs> like they're doing a buy mission all of a sudden it's like oh they tore through a guy really fast nice yeah. and yeah I'm trying to like 100% as much as much I can the game because I'm one of those guys like they like, can go around on the audio logs and like get all the secret loot and I guess that's my life's been it's just Borderlands 3 I did download a new mobile game which I'm excited to what download 2 or not I am playing Mario Kart Tour which, I mean, I wish it was online multiplayer. I wish they had that. Are you paying the me. $5 a month for that? Hell no. I'm not oh. paying 5 I'm a cheap bastard. I was like, holy crap, dude. That's like, you could buy a whole Mario Kart game for the cost. I'm not going to spend $5 a month for that. Okay, good. <laughs> like, who do you think I am? I was like, well, I mean, you're a, we're, we're money bags, you know, streamers, partner streamers, so, you know. Yeah, but also I'm a cheap bastard. I I I I weigh the cost of it. I debate my thing based on like, hey, is this worth my money? And yeah, it's okay. It's, it's kind of like oh, I'm my friend a few bucks said, but I'm gonna spend five dollars a freaking month on it because screw that noise. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I can I, get I, game pass that. Yeah. As well as as I finally, they finally dropped uh. Smite Blitz, which is not an auto chess kind of thing, but I'm kind of excited to try out, see how one plays out compared to uh, Team Fight and regular auto chess and Dota on Lords. So that's what's tickling my funny bits. Scott, uh, Jeremy, what is tickling your funny bits? Um, so um, Borderlands Three, I've been playing through a little bit of that. I have, I'm uh, kind of stuck. Uh-huh. I haven't really progressed too much. Um, I tried streaming it and man, I had to reduce a lot of the quality and it really frustrated Same. me. 
So I Same. think, um, and I have a really nice PC too. My video card's good, not great. No, it's it's also me too. Like I had to reduce my quality as well. Yeah, and but when I reduce my quality, as you can tell on stream, it just looks bad. I mean, it was even causing, you know, and even my PC wasn't even taxed out. It was just the quality it was just not good when I was trying to, when I was trying to do everything at once. Was it um, all so, choppy? Yeah, it was very choppy. So I think I'm gonna Same just, yeah. I think I'm gonna kind of just keep that to a personal game and just play with my friends, you know. Um, I beat Link's Awakening last weekend. Nice. I think I beat that game in about 14 hours. Um, that's all I played last weekend. Um, we went, we had to go to town for a couple of days. So that's all I played was that. Um, so Link's Awakening, definitely. <laughs> um, I will admit I had to look up a strategy guide at a few points because I didn't have a clue what the hell to do next. Um, so that was a rather challenge, but I mean, it's, it's a very close remake of the 1993 version, man. It's, it's really good. The, the art style was just absolutely gorgeous. Um, the colors in it, the music was really good. There's, there's definitely some, uh, Mario universe crossover. Um, I don't want to spoil too much, but some of the characters that are in some of the Mario lore and even some of the Nintendo lore in this game. Um, so not as like playable characters, but more as like, Hey, these are enemies or things you got to dodge. But as far as being a really close remaster, it's almost word for word. I think they added, they added a level that was only in the DX version of Link's Awakening, so they did add a level there. But other than that, the game is, I think the game is is pretty damn near flawless. I know a lot of people are complaining about noticing kind of some frame loss when they hit specific parts and when things change up. I didn't notice it too much. Um, again, I was also playing most of it in uh, mobile mode uh, with my Switch off the dock. So, I don't know. I thought it was fantastic. It's it's definitely worth the price. Even though I beat it in like 14 or 15 hours, I think 60 bucks is still a good price for it. Um, it's just a great game. I also hit, the. I think I'm 28 hours into Greedfall now. Uh, it is so far my game of the year. Uh, Greedfall is fantastic. I'm loving every second of it. There's so much cool just storyline and plot, and now I'm picking up the plot because I've actually completed a lot of the side quests, um, but I've actually over-leveled by doing all uh -oh. the side quests. So it's cool because, you know, these quests take you through these particular maps, and on these maps are typically a handful of quests. Not a lot of quests. Um, they're typically like some, you know, message board quests, a couple, and then there's always going to be like a little side quest thing to do. Um, so mm -hmm. what I've been doing is I've been doing those and clearing the maps. So I'm finding that when I go back to do the actual story that's part of that zone, I've killed everything and I've exposed the whole map. So I automatically know where everything is. So it's it's pretty nice. And I've actually outleveled um, the game, I think, so far. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be very nice just to complete the game. And this weekend I'm gonna push the storyline and try to try to push the end. I think I'm probably doing it about another ten hours or so. Um, and then the last thing I've been doing, yes, I've been traveling a lot this week, so I've been kind of busy with video games. I signed up for Apple Arcade. Okay, how is that? <laughs> people were people were bashing it pretty hardcore. I am not a mobile game player. Um, I played Hearthstone on mobile because I was so into Hearthstone, but I would play that on mobile and PC. Um, I would play, you know, um, I play Pokemon Go. I play Harry Potter Wizards Unite. So those are typically, and I only play those games when I'm like walking around somewhere and, you know, we're walking in like a shopping center or something like that. I don't really play mobile games hardcore, but I've found more and more lately that I'm going places where I can't really take my Switch in. 
um, especially if I'm at work or something like that. Not mm-hmm. that I play games at work, but you know, if I'm going to like a work trip or something um, where I'm sitting around a lot and you know, I, I, I need to be entertained. So, so far, um, Sayonara Wild Hearts is freaking wild. It is a really cool game. Um, it's very colorful. Um, I also downloaded Cat Quest 2, and uh, my son got excited because the Shantae, I think one of the Shantae games are on there. Is it Shantae? Is that it? Uh, yeah, Shantae was on there. Yeah, yeah. So, five bucks a month, if you play just one of those games a month, I think it's worth it. Um, so far, and I want to see what they do to add to it. But, uh, you know, another thing, too, is you can get the first month for free. So if you sign up today, you get one month for free, and then it's five bucks after that. So I'm going to I'm gonna keep it for a few months just to kind of do some research. Uh, I'm going to do the free month, and I'm going to do another month just to kind of research and see if I'll keep it. But So I've been playing a ton, and this weekend I'm going to finish Greedfall. I will finish Greedfall. Oh, yes. Yes, you will. Because I want to do a review on that game. I know it's two weeks too late, but, yeah. Yeah, full review of casual playthrough, you know, yeah. might as well. Yeah. And plus, you don't really see that much in reviews because they're all like, they're all rushed out. Yeah. It's like so I need I a power for this game. Now. I do a after I've played four to five hours of the game, I do what I call a quick take, which I will answer some quick questions and kind of give my initial impressions of the game, and then I also do a full blown like ten minute review of the game, showing some gameplay and talking about the the characters and the plot and the story without being too spoilery. And that does it with what's tickling our funny bits this week. All right, this is the portion of the show in which we sell out and inform you amazing folks where you can find us across the internet. Jesse, go ahead and sell it out. Okay, you can come find me at mixer.com slash tapper where you can come see me play games. Probably before the last three this weekend. My hobbies of years five later on. We'll see what happens. You can come follow me on Twitter and Instagram. That's at Tapper on both those sites. I do. I'll start posting more pictures of like what I do in my free time, which is pretty much I do Gundam stuff as well as I, I'm on Twitter randomly, like you're talking shit about games or like randomly like going like, man, work sucked. And you can come join our my Discord, discord.gg slash the Burger Nation, where you can come to our meme channel, talk crap about whatever we talk about. And also, yeah, hang out there. Jeremy, where can I find you at? Yeah, so you can find me streaming several times a week on Twitch at twitch.tv slash MrSkyRoby. That's M-R-S-K-Y-R-O-B-I. You can also find me on social media platforms at MrSkyRoby. Um, that's Twitter and Instagram. Here lately, I've been posting my daily walk break <laughs> and just kind of discussing my day to folks and just, you know, dropping a positive vibe, you know, to maybe help some folks out along the way. Um, so again, you can probably, you can find me anywhere at Mr. Sky Roby, uh, streaming and general shenanigans and general information. And that does it for our time this week. Just a reminder, we'll be taking uh, next week off, but we will return here in two weeks with some great new things. And of course the same weird ramblings that you guys are used to. And that does it for our week. Remember our goal here at the Arcade Raiders podcast is to deliver our unique perspective into the video gaming world with random musings and discussions. Until we meet again, enjoy playing those games.